0: You are listening to Natural Magic, written and narrated by Molly Sroges. Chapter 16 Tilly Tilly supposed Key hadn't technically told them she was going to bed. But she had implied it, so Tilly was surprised to return to their room and find it empty. But with Key gone, Tilly was free to do work on her artwork. She wasn't sure why it bothered her to do art in front of Key. Key had made that beautiful fox, after all. But she'd always been used to keeping her passion a secret. Not sure what she wanted to draw, Tilly took a deep breath, held it for a moment, and let it go. Then she put charcoal to paper and let it guide her as she slipped into her thoughts. She started with several straight lines breaking off at a corner, and smiled as she recognized the wing of Matt's airplane that had landed in front of her feet. She was working on the wrinkles in the nose when a knock at the door interrupted her. She shut her sketchbook and placed the nearest book on top of it. As Tilly stood up, she realized how stiff she was. She glanced at the clock on the wall. She'd been working for almost an hour. She stretched her arms as she walked to the door, trying to work the kinks out of her shoulders. When the door swung open, Matt was on the other side. Though he wore his prosthetic leg, he leaned on his crutch and panted slightly, as if he was out of breath from climbing the stairs. But when he spoke, there was something more in his voice than a journey up two flights of stairs.
1: Is Kee sleeping?
0: Uh, she's not here. Matt took in a sharp breath. After a stunned silence, he said,
1: Did she... did she say where she was going?
0: She hasn't been here since I got back from dinner. Tilly felt a twinge of guilt from admitting this to Matt, as if she were betraying Key's secret. His eyes darted back and forth, as if he thought his sister might be standing right in front of him, invisible.
1: She... didn't? Okay?
0: Is it anything I can help you with? Now Matt glanced up and down the hallway.
1: I... She has something that's mine.
0: Maybe we can find it? Tilly hoped Key wouldn't mind her brother rifling through her things.
1: I... I can... Thank you.
0: As Tilly stepped aside to let him in, he breathed even heavier, as if walking into the room took more energy than climbing the stairs had. What is... She half expected him to start tearing the room apart, frantically looking for the missing object, but he just stood there, helpless.
1: It's a thermos. It heats water for making.
0: Matt's breath caught in his throat.
1: Where would she put it?
0: He muttered in Johu.
1: Maybe she left it in her bag.
0: No. Tilly had not forgotten how much tea Key had brought with her. It's in her dresser. She opened the second drawer. Sure enough, there were several boxes of tea and the thermos. A wash of relief swept over Matt's face as he grabbed it. His hands shook slightly as he tried to open it, and his breathing grew ragged again. Here. Tilly gently pried the thermos from his grip. She opened it and went to fill it from the drinking fountain down the hall. She heard a small gasp from Matt as she left, but she ignored him for the moment. When she came back in, he stood over her desk. Wind rushed in her ears, and she almost dropped the thermos. What? What are you looking at? She tried to remain calm. Matt jumped and turned.
1: Oh, sorry, I noticed you had a copy of Marcus Pfeiffer's journal.
0: This was apparently the book she had put on her drawing pad. Yeah, we're reading it for a survey of I'm glitterature. Laura's, too. We're comparing them.
1: I I always wanted to read them, but I mean, they went so many places, I wanted to know all about it.
0: Matt scanned the other books that stood on the back of her desk. Tilly scanned them, too, and found her battered copy of Laura Pfeiffer's travel journal. Her teacher had distributed copies, but she'd bought her own on the hunch they'd be required reading. She held the book out to Matt, which he accepted with shaking hands. He flipped through it for a moment and then drew in a sharp gasp. Tilly remembered the thermos and handed it to him also. Um, do you want to borrow the book? Matt shook his head and placed the book on the desk.
1: I don't... You need it. For class.
0: Tilly didn't mention that she had already read both journals several times. She also didn't ask Matt whether he knew Eimk. Instead, she took some tea from Key's drawer and dropped it into the open thermos. Matt turned a metal plate on the bottom, which bore a familiar symbol for temperature magic. Um, do you need anything else? Matt shook his head. Then he left the room, and, putting his hand through the top of his crutch, closed the door behind him. You have been listening to Natural Magic. Written and narrated by Molly Scroges. The role of Matt played by Casey Kirkpatrick. Music from Pixabay. To learn more about our artists or to read this book online, find The Stitch Riches Apprentice on Tumblr or follow the links in the show notes.